Welcome to the table. We are the Decamini Queers, just a group of queer folk gathered around to play some Dungeons and Dragons. Woo! Yeah! Yeah! You can find us on Twitter at Deck of Queers, on Spotify, and on Instagram, and online at deckofqueers.com. And, uh, yeah, we're just gonna hop right into it. So, where last we left off, our group of null-slaying adventurers had found their way out of the Reese family home and headed towards the knoll encampment where these problematic gnolls uh, were hiding. You guys used some less than stellar stealth and some stellar stealth and some bait in the form of Verlian twice. And in the end, you guys found your way to one of the campgrounds where you quickly did battle with a couple of these gnolls. And then, uh, after slaying them, you followed the trail to the actual gnome camp in the abandoned mining shaft, where, uh, Laura, uh, camouflaged herself as one of these gnolls, uh, with an unknown ability, and Verlian was happy to play as the captured bait. And, uh, you guys went into the mine with the rest of you two, uh, with the rest of you four, uh, stealthing your way behind them. You guys kind of split up a little bit, but in the end, you guys managed to trick the matriarch as Verlian, uh, at the last minute, used inflict wounds on her and caused quite a ruckus. You slew the matriarch, you slew the rest of her gnolls, and that's where we pick up today's session in the cavern, having just slain these gnolls. What would you guys like to do? Well, uh... Just gonna breathe for a moment. Confirm that, uh... They're all dead. And then, um... I'm going to go and, uh... Check over the matriarch's body, see if she's got anything, and, uh, also study her for future purposes. Okay. Go ahead and make an investigation check. Ooh, 20. 20, okay. Um, as you go to investigate her body, you see that around her neck, there's some sort of war horn hanging. Interesting. Um, so you take that. Uh, otherwise, uh, she doesn't have much in the way of weaponry on her. Um, she has bits and pieces of powdered hide armor. Um, not much else. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess I'll, uh, I'll pick up the horn and slip that into the, the bag of holding. How about the rest of you? While Laura makes a study of well. the gnome matriarch. <laughs> the like still in her gnome Yeah. No. There's still technically one gnome standing. <laughs> well, I would like to... No. Lightly bonk the new knoll on the head with his scribble. <laughs> the scroll gives you a little uh, love tap with its nut. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Treasure in her gnome form this. is gonna just like panting like a like a dog slash gnome. However they however they act, and then she'll kind of like crouch down beside Verlian like an actual pet. Oh my god. Really, I know to start like 
what, what she was going to do to Duchess, she's going to do to Treasure. Just, who's a good girl? Who's a good girl? <laughs> and then Treasure's gonna trip her. <laughs> Ow! While this scene takes place, <laughs> um, Flynn, I'm saying you catch up with the group. Drusilla, you catch up with the group. Uh, you have your cute little uh, needle blades with you, I think they were? Yeah, I wouldn't call them cute, but yeah. <laughs> I think they're cute, but okay. They're small and deadly. They're cute. Yes. They're not, I don't think they're small. Um, I think they're, they're small or tiny. The twig blades are small. Needle but... blades are medium. Yeah, you're right, actually. Yeah, needle blades are medium creatures. Yeah, so they're the same size as you guys. They're six just foot seven small well, probably not six foot seven, <laughs> but yeah, they're like five feet or so. <laughs> they're yeah. taller than Verlia. What the fuck is this? Verlia's <laughs> <laughs> a small creature, technically speaking. There's a halfling, I think. But um, yeah, they'll just go with us. Alright, um, since no one else is, uh, advancing to see where the main trap is running off to, I'm gonna head down that passageway. Head down the passageway, if I can hold. Uh, I mean, you come across a small door, it's not locked, um, and I'll just reveal the rest of the map here. Um. Yeah, I see. Yeah, and it looks to lead around. There's another small door that way that looks to lead into a uh, separate passage that is connected. Uh, so you head down, um, and it just there's more mining equipment here. Um, it looks like all of whatever ore has been mined has been mined out. Um, but yeah. Do they have any kind of armory or trophy room or? Nothing like that. It's clearly just a defunct mine, and not a very large one at that. The kind of mine—you get the sense that this is the kind of mine that somebody thought was going to have like more than it actually did, and probably put more money than they needed to in it, and then it ended up not going back very far and not having very much. Looks like uh... actually now it's back into character. I'll uh, head back to the others and kind of shrug, and um, also uh, shrink back down to a a more familiar shape. Well, that does appear to be the last of them. Don't that seem like they had too much in the way of uh, valuables or interest in trinkets, sadly. Unless anyone else has seen anything. I was a little busy uh, trying to keep her distracted. You did so well. Well done. I've got a, uh, a natural talent for that kind of thing, you might say. Are the rest of you um, looking through the uh, the other old bodies or nah? 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay, make probably. investigation checks. Where's my fuck that is? Fourteen. Yeah. Seventeen. Alright. Alright, so anybody who got higher than a ten, roll a D twelve for me. Wait, let me roll. Oh, that is a natural twenty investigation. Okay. Um with a natural twenty or twenty-five, um you find on um the one that was uh down here, you kind of recognize that it had a pretty nice bow and you head back uh, and you find on it a longbow in the elven style. Uh, you have an elvish longbow, which is mechanically a longbow, but it's worth a little bit more because of its elven style. Okay, I don't have proficiency with bows. No, but you might be able to sell it or give it to a companion. Yeah, I'll keep it on me for now and then we'll see when we get out of okay. here. Is there um, anything... In just in the space that isn't necessarily on a knoll, but just like um, this one was also the one that was fletching some arrows. Uh, so there's about a dozen arrows as well. All right, I'll grab those. Um, All right. There's um, yeah, they probably don't have a lot of material possessions. Probably not. Um, treasure with your uh with your fourteen investigation, you rolled an eight. Uh, you find um. Three uh, daggers uh, that are held on this Knoll's person. Nice, nice. And then who else? Who else rolled to investigate? I did. I got a seventeen. Okay, roll a d twelve for me, please. Uh, I rolled a two. A two. Okay. You find um, in this cavern here on the ground, kind of amidst the rubble find some preserved bones. Um, they do seem to be knoll bones, just based on the size and shape of them. It might be worth something to a collector of creature parts. You're not sure, but that's what you find. Yeah, I'm gonna gather those up and carefully pack them away. Okay. Um, to the right collector, the knoll bones that you have would probably be worth, like, ten gold. Nice. Just because it's, like, a, a lot of, like, Interesting bones. It's like the skull of one and like some of the rib cages and teeth of another. Nice. Okay. Thank you. Sure. Um Does anybody else want to do anything while inside this cave? Um No. Rohanan? No, I think Rohanan is just like sat down, just like, um, you know, collecting their breath um, and giving Duchess treats. Uh, Duchess has managed to find one of the bones that Berlian was kind of picking through and kind of like picks it up and just like comes back over to you, wagging her tail and is like gnawing on this bone. Yeah. Um, I think Rannon is happy to let Duchess keep the boat. Yeah. Okay. How about you, Flynn? Oh, shit. Sorry. Yeah, you're, you were muted. <laughs> I 
Anything you want to do in this uh, cavern? No, I think I just want to get out of the death cave. <laughs> okay. So. Um, as the rest of you kind of collect each other and gather together, uh, you are confident that you have dealt with the null problem here. You've dealt with the null matriarch, uh, clearly the mama null. And you know that there might be some leftover gnolls, but whatever there are left out in the foothills, not probably going to be as much of a problem now that the matriarch is dealt with. So, uh, you guys, unless there's anything else you want to do in the cave, I assume you guys start heading back. Yeah. 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 Does anyone need any healing? Uh, yeah, I could use some healing. Okay, uh, Velian will go over to Ohanan and use her last cure wounds at first level. Okay. Uh, just patting him on the shoulder, no, arm. How much and healing that is uh, nine points of healing. Alright, they get nine points of healing. Thank you. That was um, all the ores gone, isn't it? There's no. Nothing like left anywhere. Of what? Uh, the ore, the metal ore. Yeah, there's um. You can make an investigation check if you want. Yeah, sure. Uh, ugh, no, that's a, that's a six. Yeah, no. As far as you can tell, it's been mined out clear. Yeah. Makes sense. It's doubtful that'll leave anything left behind. So you guys, uh, in due fashion, uh, start heading back. It takes you the better part of the second half of the day to get back following around the foothills and the edge of the river. And you do make it back to the Reese family farmstead, homestead, whichever. Um, around... You're guesstimating, well, one of you has been mind, so uh, it is probably about... 4 p.m. by the time you guys get back. Music is a little dramatic, so we're gonna. Do we see Quincy as we approach? Uh, yeah, you see outside, um, a couple of the family are tending to the farm, a couple of them are by that riverside where the, uh, the, the river kind of meets the side of the house. Um, Quincy is taking care of the dogs outside. Felian's just gonna wave. Yeah, as you guys enter the clearing, he sees you guys and he waves back. And um, approaches you guys with the dog and says, Well, have y'all, uh, y'all look like you've dealt with the problem anyway. I think. I can safely say that uh, you ought to have to deal with them for a while. Scratch one matriarch. Alright, well, I uh, kind of feel bad for the creature a little bit, but danger to the family, so uh, that's what matters. So thank you for taking care of that. Um, Supper is in a couple of hours if y'all want to chill out and rest here now they're not before y'all head on your way. I wouldn't mind cleaning up. The yeah, smell of no blood is, uh... Yeah, you're kind of covered in the stuff. Well, let's just say that, uh... 
It helped me get a little closer to them. Right. I'll just, um... Yeah, um... I'll, I'll ask uh, Bianca to draw you a bath. Thank you much obliged. Alright, I'll be... I'll be right back and he heads inside. How long would it have been for us to get back to the, the house? Um... Probably about four or five hours. Okay, just making sure that her spell left. Yeah. Um... So, um, uh, a bath is drawn for you, Laura, um, and, uh, Bianca, uh, kind of lets everybody know that she can draw a, a couple baths at a time, uh, for you guys, but they only have two bathtubs, um, here, which is probably more than you expected, um, of a, a single family, but they have two bathtubs in a separate room where a couple of you can bathe at once. Um, but between a lot of you, you guys can have your baths throughout the end of the day. Um, supper is served around 7-ish. Um, it is a nice, hearty meal. Uh, is there anything you guys wish to accomplish during the evening, uh, before going to bed? Probably just, uh, hanging out with Matelli and, uh, Continuing to swap ideas and uh, just generally hang out in the basement. Yeah, you hang out with Philly some. She's had uh, the tinkering you've done has given her a couple ideas for some little little new projects of hers, some little tinkered toys for the kids that she runs by you uh, to try to get you to help with a couple parts that she's not so sure of. Um, but you help her and you get some of your own work done as well and she makes these uh these couple of little tinkery toys she has crafted basically this um and she gets your help with the uh with uh, if you put if you are capable of pulling out the glove again or is that like defunct now um no the, the basics of it are still functional it doesn't have as much okay. anymore okay uh, basically, she has you help with the glove to charge this item, and she makes this little um, lightning tree that, when you touch it, gives off a tiny little spark as just a toy for the for the tots. Nothing that can be harmful, but just enough to amuse them. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, yeah. Um, anything else from the rest of you guys? Um, I think I'm gonna take Duchess out like for a walk after like dinner okay. um is there like a street near yes. the farmstead yeah, yeah so, so the farmstead is a, a pretty big property in this glade they have a big um uh vegetable garden behind it and a little stream runs by it by the house okay and that lets yeah. off into the bigger river i think um Rahanen will uh bathe in the stream um and will afterwards like try to start training duchess and um, like the end goal is to be able to like fight uh as like a duo go ahead and make an animal handling okay wow natural 20. okay you're just uh... a natural 20 machine Feels like you generate at least one or two a possession. <laughs> Your dice are really good. <laughs> uh, my DM dice are pretty good too about that. Um, 
yeah, so you work a little more closely with Duchess after dinner uh, is had, and you do start making some progress on this. Um, she is still a teenage pup, so yeah. there is still chance of her kind of going off and doing her own thing. Um, but you've started to teach her a couple of more command words. Uh, so yes. I would say at this point you have, like, two command words. You have attack, which you've already kind of worked on before, and you can have one other command word. Okay. Um, which you can decide now or later. I think it's probably a command word to hide. Okay. Alrighty. Okay. Um, so you have those two command words, which she is going to be capable of doing most of the time. There's still a chance that she might do something else, but... Uh, she's kind of master, starting to master those pretty quickly. You get the you get the suspicion that she's quite intelligent for a dog, um, and uh, comes from very good stock. Um, and uh, part of it is, I'm sure that you kind of double check with Quincy on a couple of things and get his help um, while doing all this. Uh, but mostly working on it yourself. So he he aids you a little bit, but uh, only in the technique department. So it's not the kind of work on this. Cool. Yeah. Alrighty, anybody else want to accomplish anything specific? Nope. Alrighty. So, um, as you guys uh, gather around for supper, uh, the family are very thankful. And they produce a pouch uh, that uh, you guys can split amongst yourselves, but they produce a pouch of 20 gold that they hand to Verlian distribute. And you can divide that amongst yourselves later. Um, as thanks, and they thank you for dealing with the null problem. Um, the two kiddos, they kind of start acting like little gnolls and start howling halfway through dinner. <laughs> Uh, and then Duchess is revealed to be hiding like between your knees or Hannon and you get a look from Quincy that's like no dogs at the table <laughs> um, and uh, <laughs> but you guys overall have a, a nice supper and you have your rooms to yourselves and the night is peaceful and calm you guys wake up to a morning of yet again a very nice breakfast that is being served um, and uh yeah, they, they kind of ask over breakfast, uh, doubling back on, you know, what you guys are doing. You kind of explain that you're you're headed off. Um, and the day is yours. So as you guys finish breakfast, um, uh, and uh, I assume begin to say your goodbyes to the Reese family. Yeah. Oh, before they went to bed, Verlian would have handed four gold pieces to everyone keeping none for herself so everybody uh, except Vare can add four gold to their inventory I think I did the math right I don't yes. know yeah. four times five is twenty yeah. alrighty um, are there any last minute conversations anybody would like to have with the Reese family before you guys leave Verlian would just like to go around and thank them all for their hospitality and generosity, but that's about it. You're given many thank yous and you're welcome. Yeah, and... it's true as well. Alright, you guys uh, receive uh, a lot of thank yous and your welcomes. 
and they say that they're glad to have you and to stop by anytime if you happen to be in the area. They'll be happy to, uh, to have you visit the family. And, um, unless there's anything else, I think you guys begin to head off. Uh, which direction are you guys going in? And I'm I back. think we need Where to go going? to Rosewood. Yeah. We need to go to Rosewood, so we'd be heading that way. Okay. Uh, yes, that's uh, east, I believe. Alright. So you guys spend... Um, the house. Yeah, unless there's anything last you wanted to do before leaving the house. Um, um, I just imagine uh, Treasure would have trained a bit more with Sam. Sam, uh, okay. she would have also asked him if he knew Dwarven. Uh, he says uh, that he doesn't know Dwarven. Uh, but that he knows somebody in Rosewood who does, if you're headed there, um, by the name of, let me pull it up, uh, Rosewood, civilians, by the name of Earl Tulliel. Earl Tulio? Earl Tulliel. Earl Tulliel. So, uh, that, um, he's an elderly gnome. Gotcha. Um, and then I think for once, uh, her face would have gotten a little bit more serious and she would have thanked him, like, genuinely for helping her. And then he, like, sees the seriousness and he kind of, like, gives you a, a nod of approval and says to come back anytime if you want more training or else just drink more and keep it up yourself, girl. And, uh, <laughs> the family kind of sees you off. Um, and you guys head out. You guys spend a couple of hours getting back to the main river of River Peltera. Uh, the Peltera River, rather. And, um, you guys start following it east. It is gonna take you a couple more days, uh, afoot. Probably just three more days to get to Rosewood, just based on your rough map that you guys have. Um, the journey there is mostly uneventful. As you guys follow along the river, you see, as you are traveling along the river, not much going on. There really isn't much in the way of any trade ships coming or going up or down the river. You don't see any as you pass. Um, and you spend the next couple of days, unless there's anything anyone wishes to accomplish during these couple of days, you just spend them traveling. Um... I think that most Verlian would just be like alternate between going silent and just like humming pub songs to entertain herself. Okay. Yeah, I think Rahan uh, will be joining you in the pub songs. Yeah. How, how many Elvish wait, dwarven? How many days have they been? Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There are some dwarven songs that Rohan and Verlian start kind of belting out. Treasure will tuck that piece of information away. Um, <laughs> but how many days would it take to get to Rosewood, or how many days are they gonna? Uh, it's gonna take oh, three days to maybe. get to Rosewood. Um, during that time, could Treasure have hunted for more uh, rations? Uh, yeah, you guys can all have hunted for more rations. Um, you guys were given a little bit by the family to take on your journey. 
Um, so each of you can add one ration that you were given by the family. Um, and if anybody wants to hunt, roll survival check. This will be fun. Oh, does anybody want an elvish longbow? Eleven. Uh, eighteen. Um, uh, sure, I'll, I'll take it if nobody here could use it. Nine for survival. Ten for Hannah and the longbow. You go, my child. Elvish longbow. Uh, it's very elegantly carved, Rohannon. It doesn't do anything more than a regular longbow. It is a standard longbow. Um, but it looks like it's a little more valuable than, than other ones. Um, done in a, kind of an older elven style. Uh, not like super old, but a little bit older. Um, anybody that got a 10 or higher on their survival check would be capable of obtaining... Um, an extra two rations. Anybody that got a 15 or higher would be capable of getting three rations. Nice. Each. Oh wait, can I roll two? Sorry, I spaced yeah, out a moment because of, the, because of the bow. Oh, You're I got good. a 15. 15, yeah, 15 or higher is three. Okay. Yeah. My survival's really good, so I was just like, yeah. ah, I'll give it if a you try. you rolled a, under a 10, you weren't able to hunt anything, unfortunately. That's okay. So y'all can can add that as needed to your inventories. And um, how many rations did we get from the family? One each. Okay. Where are my rations? Um. And uh, I will no, say. No, <laughs> we do that. Uh, remind, double check. Uh, did anybody roll an eighteen or higher for survival? Yeah, I did. Okay, um, so with your 18 or higher, uh, roll one more survival check for me to see what you get. Uh... 23. 23, okay. So, uh, with that, with an 18 and a 23 in survival, Rohanan is able to hunt for you guys along the way, so you don't have to minus the rations as you travel. Nice. Um, as I'm doing that, can I be showing treasure the finer plates <laughs> of hunting. Sure. Treasure relies entirely on Treasure turn on into a knoll again and specifically oh run after Ryan. <laughs> I mean, yes. Chomping at their bit. Oh my god. Uh, that's, uh, so, uh, yeah. that's a question, actually. Um, from our last... Uh, Lego the Journey before we arrived at the um, uh, with those lovely folks, uh, Rohan managed to get a deer skin. Were they able to help like finish preserving it? Or you can't finish preserving it until you get it properly canned or or salted. Um, but during this whole time, I imagine that Rohan has been keeping it washed to keep off yeah. flies and other insects, as discussed. And probably so to save the hide that uh, Drew got like over a, a week ago. Oh, that was a while ago. Yeah. Um, you can keep hides for up to a week being washed before they start to degrade naturally, so if it was a week ago, that's fine, but if it was more than that, then it would have started to degrade on its own. Is that the, the cat skin? Yeah. Well, we, we went back to the town um, since then, so... In Baressa? Yeah. 
So if you had a skin that you could have got treated in Baressa, it would have cost you, um, uh, for a small skin or a medium skin, it would have cost you five silver. I'll say I did that and take the five silver out of my... Alright, sure. Totally. Totally fine. Okay. Um, yeah. So... end of the third day of travel comes along and in the distance you guys see uh well let me actually move your token you see that you guys are coming upon a large lake and you guys would know that rosewood rohanan would know that rosewood is on the opposite side of this river so you guys will have to cross the it is possible to swim. Uh, the currents aren't very hard here. No, please. Aren't Warwick there... does not like water. Aren't there those creatures that attack at blood? <laughs> In the river? You don't know. And you guys know that quippers were reported higher up in the river. You don't know if they're this far down. You guys are all healed up and, and have had long rests and such since then, so make sure you guys have marked off long rests. Um, yeah, I, I guess knowing like ahead of time that we were gonna have to afford the river at some point, um, can I keep an eye out for like a, a good place to do it where you know maybe there's a bridge or maybe the river is narrow enough uh, that there's a minimum of fuss getting across. There's definitely no bridges this uh, in this area. Um, however, uh, you can keep an eye out for an area that's a little less fuss, um, and you do find one, uh, but it will still require swimming because it's still a good... The river is, is quite large. It's still, at the minimum that you find it, it's still a good 200-plus feet across. Could we not just walk around the lake when we get there? <laughs> oh, treasure jumps in. It's a pretty large lake, and we'd still need to cross the river to, to get to Rosewood anyway. Okay. You didn't tell me there'd be more swimming. Uh, no, I thought we'd just spring it Not on Not that you. bad. As Treasure just kind of floats with her boobs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I uh, mean, natural flotation devices! This, this is very true. This is very true. Yeah. Okay, so... What if we... My question... Sorry. Sorry, go on. My question to you, stranger. Sure. Create or destroy water? I <laughs> 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 did it! Quickly enough! Like, could I just, like, walk... Like, could I do, like, a, a mini Moses? <laughs> if I repeatedly cast it, destroy water. How many feet does that affect at once? 20 square feet? Uh, 30... 30 square feet. Uh, you can destroy up to 10 gallons of water in an open container within range. Alternatively, you destroy fog in a 30-foot cube. When you cast a spell using spell slot of second level or higher, you create or destroy ten additional gallons of water. Alright. 
The question is, this is two, this is at the narrowest you find the river, it's 200 feet across. So you could do that for, uh, depending on how many spell slots you have, you could do that for a little bit, but I don't think you have enough to get all the way across. I don't think you have, you know, eight spell slots worth. I have six. Okay. okay. So you can get- Never mind. It doesn't take very long for the water to come rushing back in. Uh, but with people's movement speeds, they might be able to kind of do that, so you can help uh, with that on one of the days. Uh, this would be the end of the second day, or the beginning of the third day, rather. Um, but there's there's still some swimming required. Now, anybody who's a strong swimmer, like Rohanan, who has a swim speed, can just kind of, like, grab Laura and just kind of rescue swim Laura across... But, uh, that's entirely up to whether Laura willingly gets into the water. Yeah, I, I was thinking about about that. Do you reckon we could, like, make a little raft, and then maybe me and Duchess can sort of pull it across as we swim? Um, you guys would have to knock down some wood. Does anybody have a hatchet or something similar? Oh. Or a spell that can create one? Hmm? Well, Laura, um, doesn't can't artificers create I can make magical. a hatchet. <laughs> can also, Treasure could... get to the other side? Yeah, Treasure can swim <laughs> to the other side. Verlian um, could cast... Suggest. ...calm emotions on Laura, but that... <laughs> oh, no. ...completely <laughs> depends on whether Laura consents. Yeah. Um, yeah, when it, when it comes to affecting spells like that, I do require everybody to agree to it. Yeah, well, yeah, so that would require consent, regardless. Oh, Flint, you said you could um, make a hatchet? You guys uh, yeah. just want to tie your uh, ropes together, throw it across, I'll pull you well, over. it's 200 feet. It's 200 feet, so you would need two 100 uh, uh, yeah, so four people's ropes. I think we have... There's five people on the other side, so I if think... If everybody has rope, I don't know that everybody has rope. I would say... So here's what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say that between spiritual weapon, which you can form as uh, into anything you want it to be, and Flynn's ability to form something of a hatchet with, uh, with, um, conjuration magic, you guys can make a very, very simple raft that can fit one person, um... And you can, if you have rope, you can, Rohanan can, like, depending on how much rope you guys have, Rohanan might want to, like, swim the raft over and then connect it and then pressure can pull it. So you have enough resources between a lot of you to get Laura over the river <laughs> without touching much water. Excellent. Perfect. <laughs> I want As Laura just looks at the river and just backs up, I'm sure. Treasures. Just I want to apologize for being as much like, of a, yeah. As much of a nuisance, but I'm not sorry because this is funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this whole this whole endeavor does take you about two hours. Oh, gotcha. mostly it's because of knocking down the wood and and whittling it into something of a usable shape. Most of that. Um, but by uh, by the end by. Uh, 
by mid-morning of the, of the third day, you guys have all gotten across the river. <laughs> Excellent. Alright. Oh, wait, I forgot. Rosewood's on the other side of the lake. <laughs> Make a deception check. <laughs> Regardless, yeah. come early and just resist. Hold on, uh, can I roll to resist the urge to push my hand into the river? <laughs> 16. <laughs> oh my god. So Rhiannon is dead convincing for a while, and then Verlian, you just kind of pushed Rhiannon. Uh, you kind of like try to resist, but the, the urge is too strong. <laughs> <laughs> and you, but the thing is, is uh, you try to push your hand, and the thing is, is you kind of like do that cartoon push where your little legs go and go and go. <laughs> <laughs> and Duchess just looks at you judgmentally. <laughs> I look, I look down, and then Duchess uh, helps you by putting her giant paws on her hand and shoulder and push her hand in. <laughs> <laughs> Rohan is learning bad manners, y'all. I'm writing it down. Rohan is learning to push. Uh, Duchess is learning to push Rohan into the water. I'm uneducating my child. He's <laughs> going to give um just pet Duchess. Just go. You're such a good girl, aren't you? Thank you. Duchess just, just borks and has learned bad manners. It's canon now. But at the end, we'll give Duchess a, one of her rations as like. <laughs> oh no, that's so that's bad. It. I love it. That's so great. Oh my god, I'm crying. Oh my god. Uh, so... <laughs> you guys, um... Uh, you guys do all that. <laughs> and, um... Yeah, it's by about noonish going on... Actually, it's probably going on about 3pm for the keen-minded of us. Uh, when you guys see Rosewood in the distance. On this third day of travel. Laura will turn to uh, Rohan. Alright. Please tell me that we don't have to cross any more water. Uh, Rohan. Uh, oh, yeah. I'll look up at you, like, straight faced. We don't have to cross any more water. Thank you. Insight check! My inside is awful, but I'm gonna roll it. Okay. <laughs> uh, Eleven. Twenty-one insight. Um. Okay. Yeah, uh, Rhiannon is. Uh, there's like an impish, like, twitch to the the straight face that makes you think. But on the up and up, on the most part, um, it seems like Rohanan's being truthful, at least as far as the immediate yeah. necessity goes. Yeah. yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. Alrighty. Uh, so as you guys approach the western edge of Rosewood, you guys start to see a fishing district, and um, I'm going to move you guys to the Rosewood map. Ooh. Okay. Fancy. So, uh, just so you have the the eagle's eye view of Rosewood, uh, it is quite a large town. So, 
You see, as you guys approach the western edge, which is not pictured in this picture in particular, um, but you see a, a handful of shacks lined on the river's edge, uh, on the same edge that you guys are on, with various fishing vessels, just small little hand rowboats that go onto the river. And as you guys get further along, you see the central part of Riverwood. Riverwood? Rosewood. <laughs> Riverwood. <laughs> I can speak. I can English. You see the central part of Rosewood. You see a number of uh, small home buildings as well as a couple buildings that might be little tiny shops. You see many people milling about and going about their business. You see that people are quite busy uh, going about their business. You see that some of them look to be carving decorations. Children are running about excitedly, looking like they're practicing marching. Rohanan, uh, and most of you would know that you guys are quickly approaching, very quickly approaching, the March of the Stag God, the holiday that ends with the night that comes up onto the Night of the Hunt. You see that this town is very eagerly preparing for the March of the Stag God. You see people creating decorations, children running around. Everybody seems to be in good spirits as you enter the town. And though you get a few odd looks, most of the people seem to kind of give you little waves greeting the, the strangers that they don't recognize with mostly jubilant expressions. They seem glad to have visitors and used well, to yes. visitors. Well, yeah, I'm with return all the waves, by the way. Sorry. You absolutely do. At one point, as you guys are kind of walking along, a couple of children run in between your group, um, and kind of try to pet Duchess, and Duchess kind of like leans away, but kind of allows it, but kind of leans away anyway. Um, and uh, yeah, you guys are in the middle of Rosewood. You see that in Rosewood, um, there are numerous buildings. Rohanan, having been here before, you know where the inn is. You know uh, quite a bit about Rosewood particular in fact you know that there is um not just a, a tavern um but that there is a general good shop there's a smithy you know that um there is a witch as well here in rosewood there is a tannery which is something you guys are looking for there's a butchery a baker a potter a tailor there's people that work at the docks and as you guys are kind of milling away uh, towards the edge of the docks, you do see a familiar sight in the Bluegill is docked here. Um, you know, there are farms that are outside the immediate vicinity of town a bit to the north. Um, and you know that there's a church as well called the Grace of Light Church. There are quite a few establishments here. Yeah, as, as we're, we're all like entering Rosewood, um... I think I'm like, uh, so there's a tavern here. Uh, there's a smithy if you need it, uh, Laura. Um, there's a church here. I, I don't know if it's of your um, uh, denomination, but you might want to do church things fairly. Absolutely. All right. Well, I'll just take us to the, to the tavern first. Get us okay. all settled. Alright, so you head to what you know is called the Hungry Fool, a modest and somewhat plain establishment. The Hungry Fool is a small tavern that caters mostly to the few traders that come up and down the Palthera River. 
while also serving as a local drinking dive. Uh, you know that the owner's name is Herschel Caligon, and that his um, uh, and that his daughter helps as a cook and assistant, kind of running food around. Uh, both are dwarves. Uh, so you guys all arrive, kind of walking to uh, the hungry fool. Outside of the building, you notice a large notice board by the inn, uh, placed right in front of it. Um, and kind of glancing at it as you guys head towards it. It's mostly public notices, but there are a couple of things that catch your guys' eyes as you just glance at this notice board on your way in. One is something about a missing child. One is something about, uh, the missing child says to see the Arden family. One is something about goblins that says to see Herschel in the Fool, which is the Hungry Fool, the tavern. And something, and there's another post about bodyguards wanted aboard the river vessel, uh, the Red Warbler headed to Baressa. So there's something about bodyguards wanted for a river vessel heading north, or heading west. Imagine Treasure just kind of like gestures to the board. Yes, some jobs. Do we want to do them? Do we want to? Well, I for one have some work I need to be doing. I figure we could all do with a couple of days to get the wilderness off us before we carry on again. Yeah, if you all don't, don't, don't mind, I, I'd like to stay for the night of the hunt. So. It's my favorite holiday. Time by me. Okay. Forging armor takes time. I'm gonna go see the witch. <laughs> she looks excited. Okay. You guys would know that today is, let's see, 26th, 27th, 29th, 1st, because there's no 29th. You know that today is the first of Fell Hunt. Before, um, before treasure sneaks off, um, Laura will take her side quietly. Darling. Mm-hmm. I know that we're both uh, interested in uh, becoming a little bit richer, you might put it. I've got an idea that might interest you, but uh, we'll talk about it tomorrow, okay? Sounds good. Her eyes are like gleaming with, with greed, pure greed. <laughs> after hearing that. All right. Okay. Um. So, uh, as Rohanan mentions that there's also a local witch. Um. Uh, Rohanan, you don't know exactly where they are, so you can't tell Treasure exactly where they are. But Treasure, you can ask around the town a bit, asking after the witch if you want. Yeah, she's definitely okay. going around like, do you know about the witch? Have you seen the witch? The witch? Big old you ask this kind of like elder man on their head. Man, he's like, <laughs> of course I don't, don't patronize me, girl. Of course I know where the witch is. She's just at the far edge of town, right over yonder. Uh, does he point? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He does. Okay, cool. Uh, points uh, toward the far edge of town, yeah. Way. Alrighty. So, um, 
to go in uh, the, the order that I usually have. Rohanan, what are you getting up to? Um, I think Rohanan is going to see about getting involved in the March of the Stag God. Okay. So festivities. Uh, Flynn? Aww. I'm afraid. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, I would look into the notice about the missing kit, actually. Laura, you are going to the blacksmith? Yes, I am. Okay. Uh, Drew? Um, can I just check everyone in at a tavern or something for the night? Oh yeah, easily enough. Yep. Um, Treasure, you are going to the witch. And Verlian? Verlian would like to go with Drusilla to help buy rooms, and then she's going to go to the church. And And, um, then church, okay. Can I join Rohanan? Uh, for the festivities? Yeah. Okay. I'm just getting a quick write-down of what everybody is doing. Uh, okay, so, in order. Um... In logical order here, uh, Drusilla and Verlian, you head to the tavern first, into the uh, hungry fool that Rohanan has led you guys into. And you see this uh, middle-aged dwarven man at the counter, and he welcomes you, and he goes, Oi! Welcome to the hungry fool! What can I do you for? I don't recognize any of you. We're just passing through. Alright, travelers, um, that's always good. Yeah, looking for rooms for... We have six people. Alright, well, we got some uh, some basic modest rooms here. Uh, it's five silver per room per night. Um, how many beds in the rooms? We might uh, we Just share. single rooms. We just have the uh, single rooms. Okay, then... I'll pay for everybody's rooms, it's fine. Okay, that's three gold. Yeah, so... Everyone's checked in. Um... I just give him a basic, like, description of everybody, and okay. it's like, you know, the, the, the people who you've never seen before. And they will be here later tonight. Why you a redhead? That sounds familiar. <laughs> oh, you've met Rohanan? Yeah. Rohanan, yeah, I remember Rohanan. Oh, that's nice. Been here before once. But I don't forget the name, and he taps his noggin. Well, they're with us for the All time right. being. Alright, well, here are your keys. And he hands you the keys and he says, Strut you them as you wish. We'll be Thank here. You. Uh, Thank you. Rooms come with a, a basic supper. We got braised goat and buckwheat bread with some leeks tonight. That's what we got. And you can purchase liquor as you want. Sounds delicious. Thank you. Alright, excellent. Thank you. You're welcome. See you soon. Alright. Uh, and then you guys split up. Uh, Verlian headed to the church, which is not that far off, which is the biggest building in the city, as you can see on the far left of the map. Um, the church, uh, as you approach it, uh, might having to have asked Rohanan which way it was, but you guys kind of passed it on the way towards the tavern, so Rohanan would have pointed it out. Um, it's the Grace of Light Church. It is the largest building in town, um, and as you approach, uh, you see... Being familiar with Gija as you are, 
um, and some of the religious iconography of Egypt, you see that it is a church devoted to Aishaya mm-hmm. and to her tenants. Um, but as you enter, it looks like a place of worship um, that is open to other religions as well, as long as they're kind of in the same vein of Aishaya, positive religions necessarily. Um, you see that there's a high priestess, there are a couple of supplements there as well. Um, and the high priestess, as you enter, kind of greets you and says, Welcome to the Church of the Grace of Light. Can I help you? Hi, I just... Um, I was hoping I'd just be able to pray and give an offering. Of course, we are always welcoming to everyone who would like to come under the Grace of Light. Thank you. Of course. Um, yeah, and there is definitely a little donations bin. Uh, how much am I willing to waste? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's not wasting, I'm just being mean. Uh, I'll put 15 silver. As you kind of in. put it in, she kind of nods towards you and says, Thank you so very much for your donation towards our church. We very much appreciate it. Anything to help, honestly? Well, we offer here, um, if ever you know of anybody in need of inexpensive healing, uh, as well as sometimes if there's a loud motorcycle going by. <laughs> yeah, it's That's usually my problem. Yeah, it's usually your problem. Um, she, uh, she says if there's anybody you ever know that needs a place to stay, uh, that is a devotee or anything of the sort, we are welcoming of all sorts here. Thank you. I'll be sure to let um, people know. Thankfully, I'm luckily and I'm lucky enough to be already. I already have my room paid for, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna go and pray and okay. all that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she says thank you to you and, and says, "Well, I'm glad that you are so blessed." And. Um, shows you where you can pray uh, that is not a direct altar to Aishaya that is kind of like a generic kind of sun altar to many uh, benevolent beings um, not so much gonna, in the corner corner, but like off to the side gonna pray to all the gods yeah. every single deity in there is just going to get okay. a prayer and an offering alrighty, <laughs> alrighty. Um, so um uh, Rohanan and Drusilla, you kind of start, gather, you kind of gather together to see about the festivities in town. Um, you see that people are very much preparing for the March of the Stag God by gathering, um, you see that people are gathering from the farms that are a bit north of here, which, uh, Rohanan, you know about. And you see a lot of people are creating decorations. You also see that everybody is in very good spirits for this upcoming festival. Um, today being the, uh, what did I say, the first? Yeah. You know that it happens tomorrow. Um, and you already see a few, uh, Rohanna, well, you guys all kind of know about the March of the Stag God. You guys all know that it is a festivity to celebrate male fertility, to celebrate male beauty, uh, to celebrate the hunt. Um, and you see, uh, between the two of you as you guys are going around, and the rest of you see this as you guys go around as well, there are already a few guys that are kind of showing off, uh, a little ahead of schedule. 
um, by wearing uh, either their finest clothes or by going around shirtless, which is generally not a thing that men do, because um, usually uh, they get told off by people uh, to put a shirt on. Um, but there's a couple of people that are going around kind of showing off already, but for the most part, it's tame. Um, you see... Had it definitely ogles uh, <laughs> the muscles on display. Yes, yeah. For Rohan, it's a veritable show and a half. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, but for the most part, you know that most of the showing off will happen tomorrow. Bro. Um, as far as getting involved, you learn that all you have to do is register um, with uh, the... Um, where is it? I have it down here somewhere. Um, uh, register with Herschel in the tavern. Um, to kind of take part in the Night of the Hunt. He's kind of like the, the go-to signer-upper of participating in the Night of the Hunt uh, with the other hunters from town. Which is a little bit different than you're used to, Rohanan. You're used to the Hunter's Lodge yeah. sign-ups. Um, but it's not all that different. Uh, so you guys head back in uh, to the Hungry Fool and sign up with Herschel, who's glad to sign you guys up if you want to participate. Um... So you can easily sign up. It's free to participate. Um, you don't have to participate. You can just be like an onlooker if you want. Um, but yeah, you guys easily do that. Um, Laura, you head to the blacksmith. Uh, so you get directions uh, to the smithy Rosewood, Rosewood Ironworks, which is... Let me pull it up here. Um, as you walk in to the blacksmith, which you get directions to, you hear the telltale clang of metal on metal. And you see a human man, um, past his middling years, um, not quite old, but getting there, probably somewhere in his late 60s, hammering away with an apprentice, a, a, a female half-elf by the looks of things that's quite younger, maybe 20, 30, something like that, uh, kind of helping along the way. And as you enter, the little bell on the door jingles, and he says, I'll be right with you, just a minute! Clang! Clang! And he pulls the, the short sword he's working on and puts it in the water, and you hear the loud sizzle of it curing. And he pulls out and sets it aside and comes over to the counter and pulls off some goggles that he has on and says, Well, what can I help you with, uh, young miss? Pleasure to make your acquaintance. You as well? I am a uh, fellow enthusiast at the forge, you might say. And, All right. Uh, I found myself in need of well, a few things, um, but primarily, I'm looking to be making some of my own armor. Got my, all my own tools, and I've got a fair amount of uh, assorted equipment and such like, which uh, I'm sure that an enterprising individual such as yourself might be able to resell appropriately, but uh, I would of course need access to the forge and some materials. So you're looking to, um, you need some materials to craft your own armor and the space to do it. Precisely. And of course I would also be more than happy to lend my arm to <clears throat> to assist you with your with your work here, if that would be appreciated. Well, certainly. Uh, mostly we uh, well, we've done a bit more um, 
arrowheads lately for the night of the hunt, of course, but, uh, mostly we're crafting horseshoes and nails for the horse farmers and the nails of the town, but, um, certainly. What kind of, uh, armor are you looking to make? I've been working on a particular splint mail design. Alright. How much materials of that do you have that's not cheap armor to make? Yeah, I'm aware of that. It's probably gonna clean me right out. I have my, uh... <clears throat> I have my old breastplate, which, uh, I can at least somewhat cannibalize. I'll provide some some material to work with, but uh, I know that's not going to be nearly enough. No, I'm sure some of the parts we can, if, uh, if you don't want to cannibalize it, I'm sure that we could uh, clean it up if it's something that's used and resell. That might be worth more to you than cannibalizing it. I have kept it in fine condition, and uh, I will actually take out my, my scale mail. It's not a breastplate. Okay. And just um, show it off. Yeah, he uh, looks at it and goes, Well, it's, it's mighty finely kept. That we can probably buy off you if you're looking to sell. Probably be uh, worth more than uh, just stripping for parts. Probably. Uh, let's see. Uh, is your scale mail something you've used? I have worn it, but as I said, I've uh, kept right. it in good condition. Well, a little bit of buffing out some of the scratches, and we can probably do you a good 40 gold on that. Uh, something worth noting, it is currently infused. Um, so it probably does show some signs of, uh, of magic about it, which Laura will not say anything about. Okay. Yeah, being a simple blacksmith, he doesn't notice that. Okay. 40 gold stands fair. All right. And he takes it and kind of looks it over and kind of takes out like a buffing tool and marks out a scratch just to make sure that it can be buffed out. And he's like, all right, well, that can be 40 gold towards uh, your materials. Uh, making a split mail, usually to make it myself, that would be about a 200 gold item. But if you're going to be doing most of the work yourself, we could probably cut that in half. This would be a good 40 gold towards that. All right, and she'll... Uh... Dig through her bag. Let's see, I have... Uh, got the emerald, which I picked up a while ago for ten. Um, the satchel I stole from the... Uh, uh, the Captain Hornshaw, which is worth twenty-five. Um, so that's seventy-five so far. Yeah. Yep. Um, I have a short sword as well, which is by default worth 10. Uh, yeah, you haven't used it, have you? I have not, no. Yeah, he'll give you the full 10 for that. Cool, so that's 85. Uh, I have calligrapher's supplies. Mm. That's not something he's interested in, but he says that yeah. you can probably sell that to the general store. Um, yeah. For, um, let me look. Uh, how much is that worth? Um, that is worth ten. Calligrapher. Oh, that's why. Yeah, it's worth ten. So that's ninety-five. Um, and I do also actually have a set of alchemist supplies. Yeah, 
Yeah, he says for the extra five gold, if you're willing to, because alchemist supplies are worth a lot of money. He, you show that to him, and he says, oh, I don't know that I can use that, but for the extra five gold, you help me a bit with these nails and horseshoes, and, and we'll call that covered. Sounds fine to me. You got yourself a deal, sir. I would say you uh, you give me a day of your work for that five gold, and we'll, we'll call it covered. It's been real busy lately, and I've been hard to keep up. Which you would know would be a steal of a deal for five gold for a day. But he does mean a whole day. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, she'll, uh, she'll shake his hand and, uh, and uh, give him a smile. Alrighty. He gives you a smile and says, Now, you break anything, you buy it. Naturally. Okay, and I trust you know what you're doing. Uh, so, and he's going to show you a bit around the smithy where all the basic tools are. Um, and yeah, you have a smithy to work with. He helps you when it comes to the material cost with the 100 gold that you've paid. Uh, he has the materials uh, enough to make splint mail. Um, now, crafting splint mail, um, that's going to take you a bit of time. Um, crafting uh, heavy armor, splint mail, um, I'm going to say I have somewhere in here crafting an enchantment all right uh let's see do i have armor yet made i didn't do anything for armor so the basic generic crafting i have a crafting thing guys i do i have a very specific crafting thing Woo. yeah uh i'm gonna say i'm gonna say it's probably gonna take you a week okay yeah which is probably less than it needs to be or probably yeah, probably less than it needs to be, but we're gonna go with a week for now. Uh, to be fair, I am both a blacksmith and an artificer, so... Yeah, um, so, uh, and he already has, like, a basic skeleton that you can work with, which is why it's gonna take a little less time. Something that he started, but hasn't been able to finish, just because it's not been in demand. Um, okay. okay. Uh, so I imagine that you just immediately start, uh, going to work. Works for me. Okay. Um... Yeah. Flynn. Um, the notice board uh, about the kids, about the missing child, says, Our daughter, dear little Lilia, has gone missing. She was last seen playing by the Dawn Bridge, or at least that's where old Mrs. Nichols saw, uh, said she saw her. We're worried something's sick. We don't have much. We're poor fishing folk. But with little savings we have, we'll pay for her safe return. Signed, the Arden family. Um, you ask around a little bit where to find the Arden family, and they're back on the fishing side of town. And um, the uh, as you head over, uh, you see that there is... Um, let me find the Arden family. There is a uh, younger-than-you-expected human man that is kind of pulling in a net for the day. From the edge of the river uh, has a few fish in it and as you approach kind of looks over and goes can I help you uh, I found your notice oh thanks thank the gods uh, everybody around here is so focused on the festival I mean I'm sure they're worried about Ilea but I don't know yeah, people are really going for that festival. Um, yeah. So, 
Yeah. Uh, when did your kid disappear? Uh, what did they like to hang out? Uh, anything like that? You can well, tell me. Was... We'll help. Well, she was, as far as old Mrs. Nichols said, she was uh, playing by the river, by the Dawn Bridge. Um, she, uh, old Mrs. Nichols said uh, that she was chasing what she seemed to be a frog at the river's edge. I don't know. The girl, uh, the girl liked to play by the water. Dawn Bridge is down a bit, just past the town, heads over halfway to Prim. Um... I don't know. She she just thought she was always playing. You see, she was always just playing by the river. Oh no, that's not very safe, is it? Well, she she knows how to sort of swim, so she's she's okay at that. I mean, she's she's six, my little Lilia, and she knows the basics of swimming. But the currents aren't really strong here, so we never thought it much of a problem. We taught her to swim quite young. And he kind of, like, sounds like he's half-making excuses, like, Yeah, yeah, that's not safe, but she knows how to swim, and, and stuff like that. Uh, and you see, uh, there's a house behind him, where, um, a, uh, a young, uh, uh, kind of a boy, maybe a teenage boy, uh, kind of comes out. Um, not having seen you there, and he looks like he's coming out to help his father with the net, and then sees you and goes, "Oh, uh, should I?" And his father goes, "No, it's it's fine, Brock. It's fine." This uh, <clears throat> this person's asking about Lily, and and the the he looks like about ten, eleven, twelve or so. He goes, "Oh, yeah, you found her." Uh, no, I was oh. just learning what I could before oh, I start okay. looking. Sorry. You're, but you're gonna go looking for her. Yeah, of course. Uh, Good. The name's Flynn. Uh, you are? Uh, I'm Brock, and and the man says, uh, "Yeah, that's that's Brock. That's my my eldest. That's my son. I'm Jimothy. Jimothy Arden." All right. Jimothy and Brock. <laughs> Sorry. Well. Uh, uh, my wife's name is Lannis. She's uh, she's indoors cooking up supper. But if you can if you can find any news about our daughter, we'll be mighty grateful. We can't offer much, but we have a little bit saved for her education, and we're willing to spend it on her safe return, or at least finding out what happened to her. Uh, yeah. Um. You know what? Don't, don't worry about payment. I can't think about that, taking that from you with... Oh, are, are you uh, sure? I mean, that's all we have to offer. I don't know, maybe you could just treat me to a nice meal after. I don't need much. I we can do that. Yeah, yeah, fine. That's that's yeah. We <laughs> my wife can cook a mighty good fish. I mean, we're just fishing folk. That's really all we know. But 
Yeah, um, we can do that. That would be wonderful. Uh, okay, we can do that. Well, um, yeah, she was last seen by uh, old Mrs. Nichols, and old Miss Nichols, she's a really old elf. She lives in town. Uh, she's the, the door with the green door. She's the house with the green door just on the river's edge. Maybe uh, maybe she can tell you more, but um, that's who last saw her uh, by the uh, by the Dawn Bridge. That's that's far to the east of town, just beyond the town itself. Uh, leads halfway to Prim across the across the lake. Ah, sorry, just writing that down. Uh, um, I'll do what I can. Thank you, thank you so much. She's about high, and he kind of gestures. She's got, um, she, well, she's like, uh, she's got blonde hair, it's real curly-like. Uh, she often has twigs and stuff in it. Um, hard to brush. She doesn't like her hair brushed much. Um, la last time she she was wearing just a, a plain, just just kind of tan dress. She had a, a little pink bow tie on it that we we kind of splurged on it for her birthday. Any news you can bring? That'd be that'd be great. Yeah, I'll try. All right. Thank you. And, um, uh, yeah. Um, you have any more questions for them? No, I don't know what to ask. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Uh, that's fine. Alright, so, um, lastly, we have Treasure heading towards the witch. So, Treasure. As you, yeah, yeah, as you ask around for the witch, the old man kind of points you towards the edge of town, and you see, located at the far edge of town, beyond a small thicket and down a lonely foot road, is a small cottage sat by a pond, not pictured on the map we have. You see that there's some laundry hung up on a on a wire. And various herbs and mushrooms seem to grow around the place. A small vegetable garden sits on one side of this cottage, and the door is painted purple, with a horseshoe tack above this front door. And you see, in the upper threshold of the door are strange symbols carved into the wood. There is a window open looking into the small workroom where a cauldron is bubbling, and you smell the strong scent of mint here. As you approach, first, um, do the clothes look like old people clothes, or <laughs> do they look younger? They look style. They they look kind of. Is there like, granny um, any panties? There are no granny panties. They actually look like the clothes of a young, uh, possibly young dressing individual. Gotcha. As you approach, and I'm sorry to do this, that is where we're going to end today's session. Oh, <laughs> Damn <no>. it! <laughs>
How could you do that? I know. To our listeners, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at DecaQueers for announcements whenever we upload new content. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time here at the Deca Mini Queers. Bye. 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 Bye.